Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to dive into ways that you may be hindering your progress or hindering your goals, possibly without realizing it, and what to do instead. This information is good from a general standpoint, but I personally would recommend that as you listen to this, you have in mind a very specific goal, something that you are personally working on or want to achieve. And I know the term goal can kind of get to people. People will often say, oh, I don't have any goals, but I want to blank, blank, and blank. So don't get too caught up on the term goal itself, but think about what is something that you want to achieve? What is something you would like to work towards? What are some of your current aspirations? So pick one to focus on and think about as I go through everything that I'm going to touch on today. And that will really help you digest everything I'm going to talk about as well as you listen. And the reason I'm talking about what I'm talking about today is so often people have the desire or intention to change their habits, change their behaviors. They have desires for certain goals, be it becoming more fit, having healthier eating habits, having healthier habits overall, changing their lifestyle in some way being more organized, following through with certain projects, having certain financial goals. But while so often people have these kinds of desires or intentions, so often you see that we're not successful in doing so. And there are specific things that I often see happening that that you could say set you up to fail instead of succeed. And if you have a desire to achieve something or to be something, then you fully deserve to be able to get that, right? You just, sometimes we just need to be equipped with the right tools and so often we are not. So that's part of what today's podcast is really all about. So number one here is not being totally clear on what you want or what your goal actually is. Keeping things really vague while it feels like maybe that's just what we want or we don't want it to be more specific or we think it's good enough to just keep it vague, usually that backfires. And that can backfire for a few different reasons. One, if you're not super clear on a more specific goal or what it is specifically that you are working toward, then you don't know what the specific actions towards that are. Even if your brain right now is telling you that you do, (laughs) you don't. And two, how do you know if you're truly making progress towards that specific thing. It also is so much easier than to lose focus, right? And and that's so often different things play into why losing focus even becomes a thing. But regardless of that, if we do not keep focus on whatever our goal is, we get distracted, things kind of fall to the wayside, maybe we switch from one goal to another, And if we're doing that, then of course we're not going to see progress. We're not going to reach the success that we're looking for. We're not going to achieve what it is that we're looking to achieve. So what you want to do is get very clear on what it is that you want or what it is that your goal is. And it doesn't have to necessarily be, I want to lose 10 pounds in three months. It can be... I want to become someone who exercises regularly and who has healthy eating habits. And then from there, you can refine and make it more detailed and more specific as to what that actually means and looks like for you. And then you want to find a way to focus on this goal. Keep this goal 
part of your top priorities. That may mean writing something out to look at every single day to remind yourself of why you want this for yourself or why it's important to you. It may mean scheduling something in every day to help yourself refocus and help keep things top of mind or scheduling something in that is an action towards your goal every single day so that it's there. It's something you're thinking about every single day and you're doing something to help you progress towards it every single day. It could be making some sort of daily or weekly routine where you sit there and reflect. You have a list of reflection questions that you will answer, and this has other benefits, but it also helps you stay focused on what you're striving for. Number two is not being clear on what actions are actually going to get you to your desired result. If there's a certain outcome that you want, then you need to know how to actually get there. So looking at your goal, what exactly do you need to do in order to make that happen, in order to get to that end result? We can say we want to start eating healthier and then just throw spaghetti at the wall and I guess hope that we become someone who eats healthier. But we need to know what exactly we need to do in order to get that end result that we want And when we can break down what we need to do into the specific actions that we are going to take on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, that allows us to follow through so much easier than if we just have a vague idea of what we're going to do or what we're supposed to do in our heads. So if you're wanting to lose weight, you likely are going to need to make some modifications to to your nutrition as well as your exercise What exactly does that look like for you? What is a game plan that you can create? What specific actions are you going to need to take in order to make that happen? Or if you're looking to eat healthier in general, what does that actually look like in your daily life? What does that mean? What actions do you need to take? Do you need to start making a routine out of going to the grocery store or planning the meals that you want to have for the week ahead of time? Do you need to make sure that you have fruits and vegetables and proteins at home? Depending on what your goal is or what you're striving for, this may matter more or less. But for this step, you likely will need to have some level of foundational knowledge and being high quality knowledge because it is so easy in many different areas, including health and fitness, finances, whatever the case may be to come across not so great information or very misleading information. So I just wanted to throw that in there that this step does involve probably a little bit of education on your end and that does need to come from a high quality source. Number three is trying to do too much. I see this almost every time and your brain's probably going to want to do too much and the real fun kicker is what you think may be dialing it down or is the right amount even with hearing what I just said, what you likely think you need to do is still probably too much. For example, people will decide they want to lose weight or have healthier habits and think they need to completely change their diet and lifestyle and habits like tomorrow. And that does not end well. Trying to overhaul your life does not tend to lead to sustainable change. 
So instead, pick one to two small, very specific things that you are going to focus on doing initially. Maybe that's taking a 10-minute walk after lunch and starting your day with a glass of water. Maybe it's only focusing on increasing your daily protein before anything else. Maybe it's choosing to simply look and track your spending before making any kind of goals around your finances. And if you're feeling really good and you want to do a little extra some days or some weeks, that's great. But make your goal and your main focus for each week something small and very specific and let the rest just be extra. Let the rest be icing on the cake. It may feel like you're not doing enough if you're doing this, but trust me, I've seen it time and time and time again. Focus on one to two small and specific things. Let the rest be extra if you're feeling fancy. And on the days where you find yourself wanting and able to do more, that's great. Go ahead and high five yourself on those days. And over time, as these one to two small things start to feel just very easy and part of your now normal routines or habits, you start to build on top of that by choosing new things that you're going to focus on. Number four is having an intention, but not having a specific plan to follow through on that intention. Man, do I see this all the time, (laughs) all the time. And I'm super guilty of it as well. Like walking into a week, oh, I'm going to journal this week or I'm going to lift this week. And then you don't end up having a specific plan. Next thing you know, it's Friday and you're like, oh, snap. I did not do what I intended to do. While it may feel unnecessary, because you, in the moment, when you have an intention, that's when you're motivated, right? So your brain believes, I'll just do it. And it may feel like too much extra effort. That's okay. If those thoughts and feelings come up, they might be there, but you can sit there and say, well, I'm going to do this anyway. Take just a couple minutes out of your time to actually create a plan for how you're going to follow through what your one to two specific things for the week are going to be. Just saying, oh, I'm just going to eat less this week. Oh, I'm going to meditate this week. Oh, I'm going to exercise this week. Oh, I'm going to spend less this week. Those are not plans at all. So let's say your goal for the week is to walk. Instead of I'm going to walk this week, we can turn that into... I'm going to walk on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for 10 minutes after lunch. Boom. You have a plan. You know when you're going to do it. It helps keep things top of mind. And even if you don't actually follow through on doing it on those specific days or at that specific time, it's still more top of mind of now you can notice, oh, okay, I'm not going to be able to get that done today, but I can do it tomorrow. And then you can just pivot the plan and still be able to follow through rather than it be some sort of afterthought that again, you hit the end of the week or the end of the month and you're like, really wanted myself to do this, but I never did it. So think about the how and the when of what it is you're focusing on doing for this week or this month is and make a plan out of that. Number five is just guessing and praying. I'm hoping I'm making progress. I'm doing something, so I'm just going to hope that this works out. If you really want to see results or a specific outcome, then that's just not going to cut it. 
We need to be able to know if you're moving in the right direction, if you indeed are making progress. And so we can do that through data. You want to track some sort of metric. And there are so many different ways to go about this, depending on what your goal is. You can record the weights that you're lifting at the gym. You can record your food. You can record different bodily measurements. You can have a habit tracker. You can keep track of your finances. And something I have experienced and I've also seen many times as well is that because you in your mind have this goal and in your mind are thinking about working on this goal. So if you have this specific goal top of mind and you're thinking about doing the things that you need to for this goal, there's a good chance that you're maybe assuming you're doing more than you actually are. You may feel like you're doing more than you are just because your brain's thinking about doing the thing doesn't mean you're actually doing it. And so if you're just assuming you're making progress or doing the right things or doing enough just because you feel like you are, then there's a good chance that you're not actually making progress or not making the kinds of progress that you could be. So you want to have data of some sort to help you see what's really happening to serve as objective data and to see if you are indeed going in the right direction or if things need to be adjusted. Number six is overcomplicating things. Welcome to the human brain. Something that I want you to ask yourself often is how can I make this easier for myself? I actually had a really awesome conversation with one of my clients earlier where she was telling me, and this is just such a great revelation to be able to have without someone reflecting it back to you, but she realized she was trying to get herself to go to the gym early in the morning instead of after work. And she came to this conclusion. She was like, I am not a morning person. That is not me. Like, why am I trying to make things harder for myself when I know what works? And that's just a great example, right, of <laughs> we don't have to make things harder for ourselves. And it's so great to be able to notice when we're doing that. So let's say you have this ideal scenario. And in your most ideal scenario, which people always try to live up to their most ideal scenario, and that's fine, but it's the not budging or noticing when it's not working. So let's say in your ideal scenario, you're buying fresh vegetables and putting in a lot of effort and time into preparing them. But then you're finding that you're not sticking with that for whatever the reason may be. So you can compromise with yourself and work with yourself instead of against yourself. In this example, I'm going to go with buying pre-prepped frozen veggies that you just have to throw in a skillet or microwave to heat up each night. And if that allows you to start ingraining into your routine, having a vegetable every night, that's going to be a whole lot better for where you are right now than just not doing it because you're not doing it how you ultimately want yourself to or what you think how it should be. And you can still work towards that and strive towards that, but you also have to meet yourself where you're at. So notice where you may be overcomplicating things. Recognize that in some way, shape, or form, you probably are overcomplicating something and then allow yourself to look for, okay, where am I maybe doing this? Where or how can I make this easier for me? Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it easy. Number seven is thinking dichotomously. This is when we're thinking of things as right or wrong, good or bad. We either mess up or we're perfect. It's either healthy or it's unhealthy. 
assigning these meaning to things, assigning these labels to things often will end up leading to some form of guilt or shame or feeling discouraged. And those feelings don't tend to be beneficial in helping people stick with and be successful in whatever their pursuits are. I mean, just think about it. If you feel like you're doing all these things wrong, how motivated do you feel afterwards to continue down that path, to continue striving for your intended outcome? And for my real rigid thinkers here, understand that at the end of the day, we're the ones assigning meaning to things. There are certain facts, yes, and we can look at those through a neutral lens. For example, people may make the argument, there are some foods that genuinely are unhealthy for you. Sure, I see where you're coming from. However, we don't have to look at it through that lens. We don't have to call those foods unhealthy or bad. We can see it as these foods are more nutrient dense. These foods are more supportive. Maybe these foods better align with how you want to feel or how you want to support your body. And the other foods aren't bad to eat. We can just recognize that they may not add as much nutritional value. They may not support your goals. They may not support how you want to feel. To notice where you're sticking these labels on things and realize and be able to catch yourself and you can shift your perspective into one coming from a place of neutrality. What would it look like if you had a neutral perspective towards this action or this thing? You can also look at it from a place of alignment. How aligned is this action or thing with your goals, with your values, with how you want to feel? And I also really highly recommend shifting your perspective into one coming from a place of curiosity as much as possible. I love to tell people to think about being your own scientist. You're simply collecting data, observing, seeing what works, what doesn't. It's all just trial and error. You know, really be in a mindset of learning. You're learning about yourself. You're learning what works and what doesn't. You're going in with the expectations that it may not work, right? Instead of the expectation that it has to work or simply or being so focused on the outcome, it's really you're instead coming from a place of learning. You know, if something didn't work out the way you had planned, okay, what led to that? What could be done differently in the future to see if that works better? Or if you didn't follow through with something, okay, what seemed to lead to that? What can you maybe do differently for a different outcome in the future? If something doesn't seem to be working really well for you, how can you pivot? How can you make adjustments? How can you approach things differently? You know, it doesn't have to be that you're messing up or you're doing something wrong. You're simply learning. And then from that learning mindset, it is so much easier to then pivot instead of just <laughs> getting discouraged, throwing everything to the wayside, right? So lean into curiosity and being your own scientist. So as a recap, you wanna get really clear on what your goal is. What are you striving for? What are you going after? Because vague goals are where dreams go to die. And how are you going to focus on that? How are you going to keep that goal top of mind? Then you need to get clear and know what actions you need to take in order to get there. Then you wanna pick one to two small and specific actions to start working on and make those your main focus and over time start building upon those. 
Create a specific plan for how you're going to go about those actions instead of just having the intention. Track data, track metrics of some sort. Ask yourself often, how can I make this easier for myself? And practice viewing things through a lens of neutrality, alignment, and curiosity. So friends, that is what I have for you today. Notice where you may be holding yourself back in ways that you maybe didn't realize. And then take some of the tips from what I talked about in this podcast to help you move forward. As always, it is so helpful if you enjoyed the show or got something out of it to send it to someone else or share it on social media. If you have any questions or insights, you can always reach out to me via email or through my Instagram. I love to hear about your takeaways. But with that, I hope you have a fabulous day and I will see you in the next episode.